the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's Arthur Idala on AM 970. The answer. This is the Arthur Idala Power Hour with quintessential New Yorker attorney Arthur Idala, New York's go to lawyer. He's here to share his stories from in the courtroom and around the city with interviews from high profile guests and everyday folks calling in to talk about everything from politics, lifestyle, health and wellness, and more. And now, your host, making the case for the city he loves, attorney Arthur Idala. Well, that sounds like the round of applause the Rolling Stones got when they opened up, uh, I don't know, the, the uh, Bridges to Babylon tour, where they made almost as much money as Chuck Callahan makes. Uh, I think it was reported at $337 million. Chuck, I mean, I know we're in your house right now. That's about your average income for the, the year? There. Oh, more, more. All right, folks, welcome to the Author Idala Power Hour. We have a very, very special evening tonight. Um, I'm a little bit nervous, not because for the first time in the like 350 shows I've done, apparently I have to stick to a script, but because, um, and not because I'm at Plaza College with all these wonderful people, but one in this room, besides the great Imran Ansari, who always makes me nervous because he's my law partner and he always criticizes my work and he edits everything, tells me I'm not as good as everyone says I am, but, you know, I'm working on it. Um, not because I'm in Chuck Callahan's house, not because Frank Volpe is staring me down right now. Like he's supposed to be sticking to the script. Why is he going off script? But there's this like big panel. There's all these people I have to talk. There's like a lot of people in this room right now at the college and it's a beautiful building. It is an absolutely plaza college. I've been on their website. They've been to my office. They've been to our studio. I've never been in that building. It is a absolutely beautiful building. But somebody who like has a degree of control over my life when I'm in court is on the panel, and he's on his phone right now. <laughs> That's Anthony Frizzalone, because he is one of the court reporters that I appear before uh, when I go to, to uh, federal court, which I will be doing Monday morning. And when the judge takes the bench, a lot of the judges say, first thing, good morning, Mr. Court Reporter, because he has the ability in the Eastern District of New York to make us all look good, look bad, make us shine, make it diminish us a little bit. And that's what we're going to talk about today here at Plaza College. It is an honor for me to be here. I want to thank uh, Frank Volpe and I want to thank uh, Jerry Crowley for giving me this honor. Of course, they really wanted Kevin McCullough to do all two hours because he's the ultimate professional. But they said, well, we got to throw Idolar in there because he is the lawyer who appears before these court reporters. Uh, and I say that I appear before them because just so those folks who don't know how it all works in the courtroom, the court reporter sits up by the judge and I'm sitting all the way. Anthony, you know where I sit, right? They put us, like us yeah, right, 20 <laughs> feet away, right? To make sure they get into the psyche that they're the more important people. Um, so I am sure I'm, I'm already in trouble because I didn't stick to the script. Sam Bellino's here. Sam Bellino, hey, how are we doing? I Welcome got Sam Bellino on my right. I got Andy on my left. Andy, say hello. 
Hey, hey, everybody, hey. Andy, Andy was on the show purporting live last Friday from the whole Gilgo Beach thing. Uh, so we have the whole uh, AM 970 family here. As I mentioned, uh, Kevin McCullough is going to be following us live. Joseph Belia is here. Uh, he will be actually filling in for me tomorrow night. I appreciate that very much. Um, I got here like three minutes to spare. Um, I am a lawyer in real life, and that actually is the priority when, when clients come in and they have a, a big problem. And one of those things happened today. I want to thank the uh, MTA and the New York City subway system because when I was going to go get my car and I went on the app and saw on the, it was going to take me an hour and five minutes to get here by car from Midtown Manhattan, it only took 35 minutes by train. So let's hear it for the MTA for yeah. a change. And the car was air-conditioned. It was crowded, but it was air-conditioned. And I, I want to thank Imran Ansari. He literally just got off television, and he came here, and he'll be give his two cents. Well, Imran doesn't do anything with two cents. He'll give his, like, 20 bucks on the importance of court reporting and the importance of this institution. I will now introduce someone who's almost become part of the family because now I see her socially. I run into her in places. Um, she is, I know you're not allowed to say this anymore, but I'm going to say it. She is a beautiful woman. Um, Karen, am I in trouble for saying that you're a beautiful no. woman? Okay. I mean, I met your husband. I know your husband. I think we're, I know your son. Um, so Karen Santucci began her court reporting journey right after high school in 2015. Um, <laughs> after, what, wait, why are you guys laughing? Is that a typo? Says here 2015, no, right? Oh, it was like eight years ago. Um, and um, she started working at the Queens County Grand Jury, where she eventually became the assistant supervisor of the Grand Jury Reporters. And after many years, she decided to take a leave to raise her three children. That's why her fine son approached me in the courtroom one day, who is an attorney. And he is a very fine young man, and I'm very proud to know him. Um, in 2001, she returned to the field as a court reporting teacher and realized her true calling was teaching and encouraging people to enter this great field. There's like two more pages that tell you how great Karen is, but I'm going to allow her to tell you herself. Without further ado, Karen Santucci! <laughs> All right. Sausages made. What is it like being a court reporter and teaching court reporting? Well, it is the best job out there. It's an exciting job. It's something new every day. My position now is teacher and director of a program. I'm very proud of my position at Plaza College. I'm very proud of the turnout that we have here. This is our seventh annual symposium. We started doing this when we first took over the program. We wanted the court reporting community to know that Plaza was number one as the school in New York City. Uh, we have so many of our uh, students here, potential students, graduates. We also have a lot of, of our members of the professional field, reporters. We also um, have a lot of our New York State Court Reporters Association members. I am the vice president of the New York State Court Reporters Association. We have uh, our president is here tonight, Reed Goldsmith. He's also one of our faculty. It's here for Reed Goldsmith. We also have uh, quite a few of our past presidents, Harriet Brenner Gettleman. 
Wow, this is a whole like court report. Yeah, I don't know. You know, I'm a little <laughs> jealous because I I'm a big fan of the Plaza School of Nursing, but we can talk about that another time. Yeah. Go ahead. We'll have a different symposium. Go ahead. And, and don't forget, <laughs> Chuck. Don't forget the dental school. You know, this Plaza has four other schools. This 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 is grain, ingrained in my head. I grained in my head the whole Plaza thing. 1916. Go ahead, Karen. No. So again. We are very involved with the professionals, with the association in New York State. We hold a lot of test prep here at college. We want Plaza to be the center point for our profession. So that's why we invite the freelance agencies are here tonight. We give them our students. Our students work in lower court. So this is, this is our family. So you are in our house tonight. Well, I am excited. It's a beautiful house, I will tell you. It was very, I mean, I didn't have a long time to check it out because I was a little bit late. But Karen, first of all, when does, um, like, the, uh, is there a semester system? Like, when does some, a student start the court reporting program? So th- we have trimesters. So we have three, three starts a year. So this, is, uh, uh, this program, you have to continue because it's practicing on the machine. So we have students that work year-round. And from the time you begin, how long does it usually take to complete the program? Anywhere from a little less than two years to three years. Depend. This is a skill, so it depends on somebody's life. So is there a, a, a final exam to pass that, that's uh, how you graduate? It's a final speed, a final uh. speed. So you have to achieve 225 words a minute. Sam Bowler, how many words do you do a minute? What are you up to these days? Not Sam 225. Bowler? Not 225, okay. No way. Um, and um, then, look, I could tell you, and I could I put Chuck on the phone, just tell Karen, Karen, tell people like what the need is out there for court reporters, because I put them on the phone with someone from the district attorney's office, because they called me, because they listened to the Idala Power Hour, as does everyone in New York City. Um, excuse me, the applause sign can go up for that one. Oh, thank you. Thank, thank you very much. Um, but tell people if you you know if you go through the the course and figure out how to do the 225 words, what the likelihood is you getting uh, employment thereafter? You're they're waiting for you. We I get calls all the time from all the district attorney's office, from our freelance agencies that are here today. They need people desperately. So our students are placed as soon as they finish that. So it's not like us lawyers who like spend hundreds of thousands of dollars, study for like three months for a test that you may or may not pass, and then you graduate and now you got to go look for and see. Hopefully you're going to get a job that'll cover those student loans that are now hanging off your back. No, because in fact our students, when they're in that last speed class, they're interning. So as they're interning, they're already setting up a relationship with those freelance agencies, and they're ready to let them go out and make that money. Karen, you know what I'm thinking? You guys should have like a like a, a, a trial program, like a free program called like A to Z. Oh, you could do, what a good idea! You could do it. You could do it two weeks from the comfort of your home. Did you ever think about that? Uh, I, I, I should have thought of that. Oh, well, it's, I mean, look, I, I come up with a lot of original ideas, and Imran rips them off, and Imran says they're his ideas, but that's okay. I mean, he's my little brother, so he might as well. All right, I think we got to take a break, Sambolino, right? Correct. Well, this was a very quick first segment. Thank you so much, Karen. Thank you, Arthur. I believe you're staying on the panel, or I don't know, Opie's going to get so mad at me. He sent me this list like two weeks ago. I'm supposed to memorize the whole thing, but... Um, I'm Frank, I promise you, it's going to be okay. It's going to be, look, people, is everybody happy here at Plaza College? All right. And don't forget, besides the School of Court Reporting, they have four other schools of study, but we're going to talk about that in the next commercial break. All right, folks, don't go anywhere. We'll be right back.
craving that signature Sunday sauce? Michaels of Brooklyn will make your place a must. Join Michaels of Brooklyn Sauce of the Month Club. Receive a different jar of Michaels of Brooklyn pasta sauce, homemade pasta and biscotti each month for six months. Make your home the place to be with Michaels of Brooklyn's signature fresh marinara right in your home. Visit michaelsofbrooklyn.com and order online. That's michaelsofbrooklyn.com. Michaels of Brooklyn, serving the community since 1964. He's going back on now. So forget about it. It's crazy. Um, yeah. I was kind of glad. All right. So um, I'm going to talk to um, my friends at Bay Ridge Honda. I was with Rob Sabah, and Rob has uh, become just a real, real good friend of mine. Necessarily because, not necessarily because he is uh, the owner of Bay Ridge Honda, because he's a around for 60 years. I know Rob's father. He's just a wonderful, wonderful man who passed away, but he left such a legacy that you feel when you walk into their award-winning showroom on 88th Street and 4th Avenue in Bay Ridge, Brooklyn. Right now, you can get 0% APR financing and zero down payment on select 2023 Honda models all month long. And they have over 200 new Honda vehicles and over 100 certified pre-owned vehicles for you to choose from. And you're going to get $1,500 back when you turn in your trade or lease when you purchase your next car with them. Even if you don't buy from them, they'll buy a car from you. So visit them at 4th Avenue and 88th Street in Brooklyn, New York, or online at BayRidgeHonda.com. That's BayRidgeHonda.com. Available to qualified buyers. Additional fees may apply. See dealer for details. Ends July 30th, 2023. Lots of channels, nothing to watch, especially if you're looking outside of big corporate control. It's time to interrupt your regularly scheduled programs with something worth watching. The new Salem News Channel. Straightforward, unfiltered, in-depth insight and analysis from the greatest collection of conservative minds all in one place. SNC is home to Dennis Prager, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Watch anytime on any screen, free 24-7. Find what you're looking for at snc.tv. All right, let's talk about our friends at Connors and Sullivan. Is your husband or wife in a hospital or a rehab center? Are people telling you that they are not eligible for Medicaid? The cost of running a nursing home, of you being in a nursing home, could be $500 a day. That's right, $15,000 a month. It can bankrupt you. You shouldn't even have to consider that. Just call Connors and Sullivan, attorneys at law. They will help you prepare so that you don't have to even think of such dire news as bankruptcy. Just call Connors and Sullivan, attorney at law. They will tell you exactly what you're eligible for. They'll also help you devise a plan to avoid such dire news. So call Connors and Sullivan for a free initial consultation with a lawyer at 718-238-6500. 718-238-6500. They have offices in Manhattan, Brooklyn, Queens, and Staten Island. It's never too late. The time to act is now. Don't wait. Call Connors and Sullivan today. 718-238-6500. And after you speak to one of their lawyers, you'll be glad that you did. Listen to AM 970 The Answer on Alexa. Tune in, iHeart, or odyssey.com. What kind of tune you got there for me, uh, Big Alex? 
Wow, it was court. a collaboration. Theme to Night Court. There we go. This is Arthur Idala. Welcome back to the Arthur Idala Power Hour. Thank you, Alex, to the Arthur Idala Power Hour and to Plaza College. I am live. You know, I've done a lot of live remotes from outside, from uh, Grand Central, from Times Square, from restaurants. This is nuts. Yeah, it's still a little crazy. <laughs> I mean, it's about, uh, I'd say about at least 150 people in this room right now. Yeah, and like there's food, there's drink, it's like a whole party scene. There's, now there's photographers stepping up here. There's people with cards. It's Caroline is here, the intern, Volpe's here. It's wild. But we have this panel. And we're going to, um, oh, good, while I'm on the radio, the woman's asking if she can take a picture. Yeah, sure, hi. Um, so we have a panel, but before we get to the panel, well, I'll tell you who's going to be on the panel. Karen's going to be on the panel, Karen Sintu, you just heard from. Anthony Friz- Frizzalone, who is a federal court reporter for the Eastern District of New York. Denise Vidal, she's a steno influencer from the Bronx lower courthouse. And Teresa Greco, is Teresa here? I'm not sure I saw Teresa. Um, from she's the grand jury reporter from the Brooklyn DA's office. Um, I want to bring on the line to me with me right now, though, is uh, Joshua Edwards. Joshua, are you with us? Hi, Arthur. I am. All right. Well, if Joshua's there, there's no way I can hear him. Oh, now I got you. Okay. Oh, I got you. you Joshua, me. I apologize because I know you're you're in Florida, right? You're. Right. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you loud and clear now. Um, you're working down in Florida, correct? Great. I'm coming to you from LaGuardia. My flight leaves in about do you, 45 do you minutes, hear me? so I'm glad to be here. Okay. All right. Well, thank you so much. Now, I want to make sure I got this story straight. You became a court reporter. You found about, about court reporting as you were a theater performer? That's exactly correct. So I moved to New York City 15 years ago with aspirations of being on the stage and then uh, reality set in, and I had to find a career to survive in the city, so I found court reporting, and the rest is history. I've been doing it for the past almost 15 years now. Wow. And now you own a captioning company, right, called Steno Captions? That's correct. Yes, with a, a business partner, Wendy Becker Okay, so tell me what a what what is the difference between court reporting and captioning? Sure, Arthur, that's a great question. It comes up all the time, and I love talking about the differences. What I like to focus on is the difference in work product, where a court reporter produces a verbatim transcript that is used in legal proceedings, either depositions or federal court, like you mentioned, or state court or grand jury. A cart captioner, which is what Wendy and I do in our team of captioners, our work product is the real-time text that we display on any number of devices for either one person or an entire audience to read. So we can caption to phones, to laptops, to iPads, or to jumbotrons. For example, we captioned a commencement ceremony at Radio City Music Hall with the caption showing up on the big screen for the audience of about 3,000 people to read. So the main difference is the work product between court reporting and captioning. So, Joshua Edwards, before I let you get onto your flight uh, in LaGuardia Airport, one quick question I was wondering, where physically, like, are you guys located when you do the, um, when you do the, um, like, if you're doing Radio City Music Hall and you're captioning it? So that's a great question. We sit backstage with the AV, the audio visual team. They are usually our best friends because they help us set up our equipment. 
give us an audio feed, make sure that we can hear everyone clearly. And sometimes we work remotely, so from the comfort of home. We have a team of captioners all over the country, so we can literally caption anywhere in the world. And we also have about a dozen or so people based in New York City for on-site jobs. So I know the time is limited, but I just wanted to agree with you. I think Ms. Santucci is an absolutely beautiful lady inside and out for opening her home to us. And what she's done for the field has been incredible. Uh, it, it's like the symposium are so appreciated and so needed. Joshua, safe travels to you. All right. Thank you. And um, safe travels to you, my friend. And we're going to um, jump now to Anthony Frizzalone. He is a federal court reporter in the Eastern District of New York, where I kind of live. Um, it says he's been there for over three decades, but I'm not really buying that. Uh, he looks much younger than that. Um, but, you know, he's he's in the middle of it all. I mean, the biggest case that I know he did was the El Chapo case. Um, which judge was that before? That was Judge Colgan. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh boy. I'm going to take the fifth on that one. Um, all right. Okay, Mr. Frizzalone, it's Arthur Idala. I'm a lawyer. You're the court reporter. Talk to me. Well, first, just to correct the record, um, I've been a court reporter for 30 years. Well, it would be 30 years uh, in February. Okay. Uh, I've been with the federal court 18, and uh, I came up from state court. So I was in – actually, I started at the New York State uh, Workers' Compensation Board. Then family court, then Supreme Court. So that's sort of my where resume. what what boroughs? Oh, uh, Manhattan Family Court, and I was in the Bronx and in uh, Brooklyn for Supreme. Hold court. on, you are in Manhattan Family Court, Bronx Supreme. So and you have earned your stripes, my man. I've been around <laughs> Family Court. If if folks want to know, you want to talk about the exact opposite of environments. You go to Family Court in Manhattan. And you go to the Eastern District of New York. The Eastern District of New York is like walking in a church. It's quiet. It's serene. It's clean. Family court in Manhattan is hectic. That's, the, that's a sweet way I could put Absolutely. it, right? Absolutely. And I think it's my opinion that working my way up through the ranks has, has helped me appreciate what I have now. So they always talk about paying your dues and earning your stripes. By working in those, you know, from a freelance reporter to the comp board, to family court, to Supreme Court, finally getting to federal court, which was a, a career goal of mine, once I got there, I said, well, this is where I want to be. And, and, I'm, and I'm appreciative of what I've learned along the way and the people I met. And, and now I'm here to stay and, and this history ever since. Tell folks a little bit about the pressure on you. When you're doing, I mean, you've done several high-profile cases. They're all listed here. But, you know, El Chapo was one that was in the front page every day. What, what's that like for you every day and how, you know, the lawyers are asking you for daily copy or immediate copy and all of that stuff? That's a great question. And actually, some high school students asked me that this morning about how do I handle the pressure. A trained professional should treat every case the same way. And so whether it's El Chapo or a felon in possession or a hit in the rear, it should all be automatic. The same procedures it, it, it are followed. It, it should be. It should be. Obviously, there's always, like, little wrinkles, and, 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 of course, you know, and not to downplay the magnitude of an El Chapo-type case, you do walk in saying, wow, this is – I'm in the big show. Yeah, it's the difference between singing in the shower and singing in, 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 in Yankee Pardon. Stadium, absolutely. the National Anthem. No, absolutely. There's a little bit of a difference. But – my training, though, is still the foundation. Correct. 
and so that when I walk into a high-pressure situation like that, I already have in my mind what I'm going to do, how I'm going to, you know, greeting the attorneys is the same way each and every time. You know, dealing with when when El Chapo walks into the courtroom, you know, doesn't phase me. It's just it's just another day at the office. Tell us how, because um, you you've confessed to being a senior member here. Um, how technology has made your job easier, harder, or changed it so much? So there's no more paper, bro. When I was in DA, <laughs> there was, it was paper everywhere. There's no more paper. No, I mean, I remember my first job was on a manual manual machine that I took while I was in school, and I had to retype that job at the school's computer center when I was I was in school in Lower Manhattan. The technology just has helped speed up. The, the delivery of transcripts and and the way we just are able to, whether it's streaming real time from the courthouse to other parts of the world or the, the speed at which I could produce daily and immediate copy. So from, from my early days in, you know, 1994 onward, you know, I've seen that technology progress. You know, when I started, we, we were working with DOS-based transcription systems. Now everything is fully Windows integrated. And, and everything has gotten more light, you know, lighter and more portable, and and the processing power of computers is a lot faster than my first computer, which was you know like a 128 megahertz ThinkPad, to now, and it just makes my job so much easier. So that lessens the pressure. How, can, how come your prices keep going up? <laughs> uh, that's wait, a discussion. For wait, was, wait, 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 is my was my mic on for that? Is, is on? Yeah. Oh, sorry about that. Well, uh, you know if if. Even though the labor is is less intensive now than it was for the attorneys, um, it is more valuable because just for folks to understand, like we're sitting at the table in the middle of the trial and the transcript's coming up on the screen right in front of us. Um, Whereas we would be like begging to um, begging and paying a lot of money so that in the morning. Right. Of the following day, it would be on our desk. And then you're, like, trying to read through it very quickly so you could use the direct testimony from the day before to cross-examine someone now the day that you're going to go up and cross-examine. And, and that's a great point because the technology has definitely lent itself to speeding up the pace of litigation and has made your job as an attorney more efficient and that you can represent your clients better. So as, you know, and, and of course... Corey Port is really at its at the core. We're a service profession. We serve the legal community, and so by by harnessing and employing the technology that's available, we're able to then support the bench, the bar, the public at large, by delivering things at a much quicker rate. Like I and I agree with you. I mean, back you know when I first started, daily copy meant you know 9 a.m. on the ju- on the on the attorneys' desks. The value of the transcript really is kind of minimal at that point. Yeah, no, you'd have you know? to hope that you know the judge would give you 15 minutes to right. go through the whole day and find those those areas. Those well, areas. look, Anthony, in front of all these people, do me a favor, just be nice to me, all right? Oh, absolutely. I mean, when I come in, just just do me a favor. Could, could you guys tell them to be nice to me? You know, these guys come in like, counselor, we need your card. You're like, oh man, it's one of these court reporters. They're gonna give me a hard time. Uh, counselor, could you slow down, please? Counselor, speak up. I can't. I mean, they can throw you all off if they want to, but they're usually very, very nice, especially those who graduated from Plaza College. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. All in all, you're just a break in the wall. Hey. 
Vegas tonight at 7 for Radio Night Live on the road, live from Plaza College. Imran Ansari and Kevin McCullough with a compendium on court reporting. Want more AM 970 The Answer? Take us on the go with our Listen Live feature at am970theanswer.com or download our AM 970 The Answer app today. Just go to the iPhone App Store or Google Play Store and search AM 970 The Answer. Do you know someone who just graduated from somewhere and they don't know what to do, like maybe college, and they're like, well, now what do I do with this college degree? Well, you know what you got to do? You got to tell them about the place where I am right now, Plaza College, because you know what? They have an accelerated program in court reporting that we're talking about on this whole show, which allows you to speed your way into the legal field and make great money without going to law school. This is an in-demand, lucrative career with flexibility that more people need to know about. And I speak to the district attorney's offices and other law offices, and they are all in dire need of great court reporters. And the court reporters that graduate from Plaza College are great court reporters. Courts, schools, television stations, they're all seeking these professionals to record and caption everything from depositions, classes, live shows, and sporting events. With the national shortage, NCRA partnered with Plaza to offer free two-week virtual seminar that gives a glimpse into the world of court reporting and captioning. You know what that program is called? I said it before, A to Z, and it's being offered free and can be completed from the convenience of your home. Sign up today by emailing info at plazacollege.edu. That's info at plaza, P-L-A-Z-A, college.edu. My name is Imran Ansari, and I lead the Civil Litigation Division of Idala, Bertuna & Kamins, the preeminent New York litigation law firm. The tires screech, the impact is felt. Boom, you've just been in a car accident. It's a scary situation that none of us want to experience. But if you have been injured in a car accident, then you may be entitled to significant monetary compensation for your injuries. It's important you speak to an attorney right away to make sure your rights are protected. Myself and our team of experienced trial attorneys will never settle for less than what you deserve. We are always ready to go to court to fight for you and seek justice. So if you or a loved one have been injured in an accident, don't delay. Call Idala Bertuna and Kamen at 212-486-0011. That's 212-486-0011. Or visit us on the web at idalalaw.com. Idalalaw.com. Idala Bertuna and Kamen's fighting for justice, fighting for you. Let's talk about our friends at Hemp Leaf. Yup, Hemp Leaf, they're the ones that make my skin look shiny and smooth because I use their black liquid soap. I use their shea butter. I will use their whip butter. They do a great job. They, uh, Hemp Leaf products are made with all natural ingredients and essential oils to bring you comfort and relief, hence Hemp Leaf. And I think they are the next big thing in skin and body care. In my world, they are the big thing in skin and body care. I can tell you, Sibilia, he has made himself look younger and younger by using the Hemp Leaf products supplied by Jason and Ray. All of their natural botanical products are manufactured in their Long Island, New York facility. They are vegan-friendly and cruelty-free. And for those of you who work out like maniacs like Imran does, he's a big boxer. He's always punching people in the face in the boxing ring and getting punched in the face. But then his legs hurt, his knees hurt. You know, he's getting a little up there. So he uses their Icy Pot Muscle Rub. 
And uh, that makes him feel real good. And every once in a while, um, his wife, who goes out dancing with him and she wears those high heels, her feet hurt so that she uses hemp leaf heel ixer, H-E-E-L-I-X-I-R. It means it's like going to make your feet feel better. It's like a neuropathy cream that brings all of the, the, the energy from your body to your feet. And the way Imran lives his life is happy wife, happy life. So um, you should do what Imran does and use the Hemp Leaf products. Go to www.hempleaf.com. That's www.h-e-m-p-l-i-e-f.com. Mention the name Arthur at checkout and you'll receive 10% off. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. Return now with lifetime New Yorker and legal analyst, attorney Arthur Idala and the Arthur Idala Power Hour. Good tune in, kid. Good tune, Alex. Alex, how you doing? You feeling lonely over there? A little bit. I miss my guys, but I know you guys are killing it. You're killing it at Plaza College tonight. So, great job so far, Arthur. Color staring over me. He's like staring me down. I got Sibelia. I got Sam Bellino. I got Ansari, the boxing champ over there. I got Andy messing everything up over here with his boy. Are you okay, Andy? All right today? <laughs> Did you go out drinking last night or something? I haven't got out drinking in months. Yes, yeah, 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 months. I'd like to know how you measure. I got, I, got, I got Volpe over here, and of course, Mr. Crowley's home listening to every word that I'm saying. Um, so why don't I get myself out of the spotlight and introduce our next panelist. Um, I'm probably going to mess up her name, even though she just told me. Is it Denise? Danae, I said it. Danae is here for Danae. Danae Vidal. Danae Vidal, for those of you who can't see her, she looks like a movie star, legitimately. Um, or, or a music star. I would say maybe more of a music star. You look like you got the bling on the collar and all that. You got those beautiful braided hair. I, I love it. Danae has been a professional court reporter and real-time captioner for almost 10 years. Her first job out of school was providing cart. All right, I guess we're going to find out what CART is. She provided CART for college classes, HBO, and the National Action Network. Okay, I got to just cut to the chase. What's CART? C-A-R-T. CART is Communication Access. Can you hear me? Now I can. CART is Communication Access Real-Time Translation, and it's basically you provide real-time for people who are hard of hearing so they can have equal access in a classroom or a workspace or an event. Oh, we love this. Oh, this is very nice. Yeah. You're helping people with disabilities. Yeah. Oh, that's very nice. Well, thank you for doing that. Um, now, do you still, yeah, let's, let's hear for that. We're all about those who, we're all about helping others. Um, now, do you currently do that or, or are you doing the captioning thing more now? Um, I actually went from CART to captioning, and then now I'm an official court reporter at Bronx Criminal Court. All right. Well, let's just let's not jump over to let's not get to the Bronx just yet. Okay. Yankees are in last place. Whoop de do. <laughs> Spend all that money, and they're in last place. But anyway, we'll talk about that in a minute. Um, so you you did the captioning. Um, you did television networks, including CNN, QVC. 
That must be interesting, c- captioning QVC, right? Yeah. I bought so much stuff from there. That is great. <laughs> I got a credit card and everything. It was really bad. Really, like it, it t- Now, to the best of your recollection, like what did you buy from QVC while you were captioning that really made you happiest? My Lenovo laptop, which was, oh, okay. it's a gaming laptop, and I still use it now for court. It's amazing. And it okay. has like these... Lights on the keyboard. It's so cute. So let me let me ask you the, the opposite question. Like, what was the dumbest thing? Like, if um, you got caught up in the moment of one of these infomercials and you bought. I don't remember. Come on, you got to have something. I don't know. Maybe like a like a pillow. Maybe a back pillow or something. Okay. I mean, with me, I got so caught up in one of these commercials, I almost bought hair gel. But obviously, that would, that, that would have been a bit. What's everyone laughing about? It's big. It's all funny now. It's fine. You make fun of the disabilities of the guy here. Oh, McCullough, it's a tough room. McCullough, it's a tough room. So now, exactly. So what is a stenofluencer, a stenofluencer, yeah. or whatever that is? So, <laughs> um, so it's basically, I, I try to spread steno on, on social media along with my other steno influencers, Stephanie at The Real Mia's Mom and Sarah the Sonographer and Andrew. We like to try to encourage the court reporting students that are already in court reporting school but we also want to spread steno because a lot of people, they don't even know what's, what a stenographer is and that we even still exist. So one thing I do, like I did today in my post, was I walk, I, I'm walking to my courtroom and I'm holding a steno machine. And then I'll put up like a positive quote, a positive affirmation to encourage people, but also have the steno machine so that when people see it, they're like, what is that thing in her hand? And then I'll have an, as a hashtag, ask me about steno and then people reach out to me and they're like what what's steno and how do i get into this program and yeah very cool so now you're in the bronx yeah and um tell folks what it's like are you okay there Andy? Right. Okay. Tell tell us, poor Andy. This is not easy. What he's doing. I'm I, sure. I, I, I couldn't even <laughs> spell what he's doing, let alone do what he's doing. Um, tell us what life is like in the Bronx courthouse. Bronx courthouse is. Well, honestly, it it was my dream job to work in the court. So when I got there, I was on cloud nine, very happy because the reason why I transitioned from captioning to court is because I really wanted stability. I was a um, I worked full time for a, a company, and I just felt like I was working a lot of a lot of what's funny because I still work nights and weekends, but I was working a lot of weekends and and nights. But I was working at like one thirty in the morning doing like forensic files waking up at 3.30 a.m. and doing news for Philadelphia, and I was just exhausted. I was in my room. It was all from home. It was remote. And I'm a people person, so I really love the fact that I can have my coworkers, which they're here, by the way, here supporting me. I drove some here. (laughs) So I really like having coworkers and the stability of the 9 to 5, a pension, and job security, and I love my job. That's great. That's great. And tell us a little bit about the vibe in the Bronx, in the Bronx courthouse. You're right. Are you right by right Yankee Stadium? Yes. So tell us what it's like working in that area of the world. I mean, it's it's amazing. It's a, it can be a little scary sometimes when you hear shots fired, don't go outside. But. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but. I can see that, you know, being a little unsettling. But other than that, honestly, if you ask anybody, Bronx, the Bronx courthouse is like criminal court, especially. We're like a family. So the court officers, the clerks, the court reporters, the judges, we all hang out. We have fun together. And everybody makes you feel like you're at home. And 
I just so I'm not going to speak for Anthony Frizzalone, but I can tell you right now that's not how it's like in the Eastern <laughs> District of New York. Okay, the judges and the judges are not like, ah, right, come on, clerks, we're going to go, we're going to go down to O'Keefe's yeah, and have a couple of do. pops. That's what we do. That's good. No, I, I will tell you that that is the reputation that the Bronx has. I will tell you the reputation that it has is that it doesn't have a lot of good places to eat around there. Okay. It's a little struggle for food. The draft house is cool. But that, but that it has, um, but that it has a, a real tight knit community, and that people who get work there really feel. One of my closest friends was an ADA there for a while, oh. and he really, really enjoyed it. Yeah, when he was an ADA, you were like in the womb. Oh, but cool. that's maybe even pre womb, but that's okay. <laughs> so how how are you going to continue to encourage more people to know about um, this world of court reporting and this world of Plaza College? I'm going to keep posting. I'm going to keep talking about Steno wherever I go. And what's I, your favorite like what's your favorite social media thing? Like which platform do you which use? Which platform? Most? I mean, I really love Instagram, but I went viral on TikTok and that's where I got a lot of people to register for that A to Z program you were talking about. Oh, we love the A to Z program. <laughs> yeah! So I really I TikTok is a little I have more of a connection with the people that follow me and I follow them. And also that what he said about um, like living a life of service, then influencer is the slogan is living a life of purpose and service because that's what we do. Our, our job is very purposeful and we take pride in our work and we serve others. Well, today you have definitely been an excellent ambassador for the younger people, you know, Anthony's representing the old people, but you're representing the, <laughs> the younger people. Uh, uh, you, really, and and, and um, yeah, you, you are a role model, and um, that's fantastic. And you know, I don't know what it means to go viral. For me, it means when I don't feel well, I'm in bed. It means I got a virus or something like that. But that's okay. Um, but congratulations to you. Let's hear a big round of applause for today. <laughs> So I think we're going to take a break now. We're taking a break now. Oh, All right. So we're going to. We here we are. For those of you who are just tuning in, you're in your car, you're driving home. Why is like why is Idala's show so like pandemonium? It's for run run reason because we're at Plaza College, beautiful Plaza College. Um, Chuck is here. He owns the whole place. He's the big shot. He's the creme de la creme. Uh, but he has created a beautiful, beautiful uh, institution uh, that could really enhance your life. So if um, and I, you know I'm teasing about the, the plazas other schools besides court reporting, but they do have other schools besides court reporting. So you should go to the website plazacollege.com, and you should definitely stay tuned because I'm doing one more segment. But then you're going to have uh, Kevin McCullough, the great Kevin McCullough. Imran's here. He's going to continue with the students here. So don't go away. It's going to be a fantastic night on AM 970. The answer. <laughs> Investment knowledge to new heights this year on the 2023 Eagle Financial Publications Cruise. Join us along with The Money Show on a luxury voyage to the Caribbean and learn from top financial experts like George Gilder and Mark Skelson through workshops and seminars. Relax and refresh, all while discussing investment strategies with like-minded individuals. Secure your spot today at EagleFinancialCruise.com. That's EagleFinancialCruise.com. Eagle Financial is a division of Salem Media Group. All right, let's talk about Perillo and their great tour that our great host, Joe Piscopo, is going to be going on with Steve Perillo. 
It's a special tour just for the AM 970 family. Um, you're going to go to Rome. You're going to do three nights in Rome, including a special intimate performance by Joe Piscopo. Then you fly directly to Sicily, visiting Catania, Taromina, and Palermo. See medieval towns like Savoca, Forza de Agro, and Messina. See uh, Mount Etna. You're going to have a wine tasting. A wine tasting on the foot of Mount Etna. Right now, it's uh, my cousin sent me from Palermo. It's going to be 116 degrees this weekend. But it won't be 116 degrees on October 8th to 28th. You're going to have beautiful weather in a beautiful, beautiful location with a tour company that is second to none. The Perillo Tour is just a well-executed tour company. They're going to make you have a trip that you will never forget. So to be a part of this special event, call Perillo Tours at 1-800-431-1515, 1-800-431-1515, or visit perillotours.com. Kevin McCullough is next on AM 970, The Answer. I think we're back. Are we back, uh, Alex? You are so. alive right now. A thumbs up. Yeah. <laughs> Look at that picture of Imran up there. Oh, he looks a little washed out. Um, so here we are. This is the last segment for me uh, at Plaza College. I am very. I'm not. I'm not going to say I'm surprised, but I've never been here, and I now know how beautiful this school is. Um, and you should definitely uh, give this place a serious look, especially if um, you or you know someone who. Let's say it needs a little kickstart in their 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 next phase in life. Um, I see Karen Santucci. I got a lot of people like I, there's there's hands being thrown at me all over the place. Um, hi, Karen. How are you? I think your microphone's on. Is your microphone on? Yes, it is. Oh, okay. What would you like to do, Karen? Whatever you, it's your world. I just live in it. Go ahead. <laughs> well, right now, Arthur, we're going to open it up for students' questions. Okay. Just don't okay. don't point any of those questions to me because I don't know how to answer questions. No, they're I'm very for our shy. Panel. I'm very quiet. I'm very withdrawn. Okay. So we have our first question from Jasmine. Hi. Hi, Jasmine. <laughs> Hi, how are you? Oh, I'm just Jim Danny. I'm a little hot, but otherwise I'm fine. Okay. <laughs> My question is for Danae. Um, what is a typical work day like for you, and how much experience did you need to get your job? You got to use oh, that microphone. This microphone, sorry. This, which one? No, the one that's in front of you. Um, so, basically, I get to work right on time. You have to swipe at 9.05. I usually swipe at like 9.04, running, racing to the clock. But um, I have coffee with my friends, my coworkers. My uh, Stephanie is right across from me. And then Sarah is my QB now, so we're together. And then we head to court 9.30. We have 60 to 70 cases, sometimes calendar calls, sometimes it's a jury trial. Um, and then after we're done, we just go home and then um well sometimes i caption afterwards but um the experience i needed i only i'm I'm not a big fan oh i don't want the agencies but 
I'm not a big fan of freelance depositions for me. I just wasn't my thing. So I did a lot of car and captioning before court. So I really had to prepare for the court test. I had to go to the sessions that uh, Plaza College and NYSCRA held here in that room right there. And I had to work my butt off to get that four voice because because the four voice uh, for me was was kind of hard because I'm used to basically like lits, you know, the the literaries. I'm really good at that. But the four voice going back and forth, it drove me crazy. So. So I didn't really need too much experience, but I had to work really hard for the prep sessions to get into court. That's it. You got right, another question, Kat? Yeah, of course we do, Go Arthur. ahead, keep going. We keep have another rolling. question here keep from on rolling. Hi, my name's for, um, my question's for Anthony. How important do you think it is to continue getting certifications through state and national government bodies after finishing school? Wait, hold on, hold on. I want to know, what county are you from? I'm afraid to say. Why? <laughs> what county are you from? Cavan. Oh, I'm from Kilkenny, the black and amber. Up the cats. Oh, God. <laughs> okay, Anthony, do you remember the question or you need it to be repeated? No, you got this? Because I know you court reporters sometimes. You're Eastern District guys. I'm retaining. You know? Yeah, okay. Good, good. <laughs> I am a huge proponent of certification because, first of all, that's what separates us from just a mere typist. Certification establishes a benchmark, so just much like the bar exam, the, art, the registered professional reporter exam that's given by NCRA or a state license, that, that's what establishes our credentials and sets the standard and, and, and tells a potential employer that we've met a benchmark, but it also shows to the bench, the bar, and the public that we are also being held to a higher standard. So I feel that the the more certs you get, the more certifications you attain, it's developing your skills. And, and in my court in the Eastern District of New York, and especially in my role as the chief court reporter now, I look, you know, first of all, you have to have the RPR, the Registered Professional Reporter, even just get an interview. Then as a result, there's also when you get the merit and then the real time, there are also monetary in the form of sol uh, salary bumps that you could also get as a result of those certifications. So just as an example, I have all three levels of certification. Just to walk in the door, I make $125,000 a year. But, but that's not including the extra sometimes 100000 or so I make in transcripts a year. So my return on my, you know, my, 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 my tuition that I paid to go to Cory Pouring School, the return on the investment is many, many, many times over now. So... Having those certifications have definitely opened doors. And, and I got certifications years ago before federal court was even on my horizon. I just felt so strongly about having those letters behind my name. My teachers pushed me to get those letters that I just, as soon as I got out of school, I started taking the tests and just going for it. And, and unwittingly, the doors opened. So go for those certs. Don't be afraid to go for those tests. And, and just just keep on pushing and, and 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 reach for higher. Wow! I mean, I learned something new. I learned you make half as much as Sam Bellino makes working at AM nine seventy. The answer that's, that's interesting. That's a real paid job. I mean, not as much as Sam Bellino, but that's pretty good. All right, do we have time for one more Sam Bellino. Yes, we, we do. Got? All right, got, I know, but maybe two. I don't know. We'll see. We'll, we'll feel it out here. All right, Wanda. Oh, we got Wanda. Hi, my name is Wanda. And this I live on the second floor. Oh, no, that was Luca, but go ahead. 
That was Maria, no? No, no, Maria oh. is, uh, is, is a girl named Maria. Oh. I once met a girl named Maria. Sorry. Mr. Anthony. Ah, Antonio. <laughs> this question is for you. After graduating court reporting school, did you shadow someone? When did you know when you were ready to go on your own in the job? Well, as a, first of all, I, I had an internship, so I spent a month in New York City Civil Court where I worked with the official court reporters there. And then upon graduation, I, I sat it for nine days, and then the freelance agency I was working for one, more, one afternoon just called me and said, your first job's tomorrow. Here you go. And, you know, the training helps, and, 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 and core reporting is something you, you know, you do learn a lot in school. Not going to say you don't. But then there are, there are just things schools don't teach, and you learn on the job. And, and luckily, you know, if, if you're with the right agency, you know, you're on very easy, you know, jobs, interpreters, slip and falls, stuff that you would take in school, and then you gradually work your way up. And, and, and as the years go on, you, you encounter new experiences, new things to learn, and that's why it's also important to have mentors along the way. So I don't have one mentor, but over the course of my 30 years as a core reporter, I've had several at, at, at different stages, and, and also depending on what I'm doing, whether it's maybe public speaking and giving seminars, or whether it's now in my new role, you know, I go to certain people that I, I look at as they, they've kind of blazed the trail and ask them questions. So whether it was Denise Carucci in, in civil court who taught me how to mark exhibits or some of the reporters I worked with, like Bob Weiss in family court, taught me how to designate multiple speakers, you know, along the way, it just helped me get better and better. So hope that answers your question. All right, Karen, we got one more? One more. We'll squeeze it in. Hi, Sherelle. Nice to see you guys. Thank you guys for coming down. Hi, Sherelle. Hi. So I have a great question for Anthony and for Deneen, Seno Influencer. I was taking a dictation earlier today, and it was really difficult to take, not because of the word, but because of the content. So it was a criminal case with a kid that had just went through a lot in Professor Richards' class. Go, Professor Richards. So my question is, how do you write that? when you're listening to these horrific, in this case could have been as horrific as you can imagine, what's your skill, what's your technique, when you've just got to get down the words and pass past the atrocity of what you're hearing and your emotions? That is a great question. I was, you know, you started off saying it was going to be a great question. I was like, well, we'll be the judge of it. But you, you best. You best. That was a great question. Thank you very much. I, I will, I, uh, no, it's a, it's a great question. It's a great question. Uh, Go ahead, kid. Um, so for me, there's something called victim impact statements that we have in Oof. court, and those are the hardest for me. That's when a family member, they come up, whether it's the victim or a family member of the victim, and they basically talk about how the defendant or um, yeah, the defendant hurt their family and basically just destroyed their lives. So for me in that moment, I'm very emotional. And that was something that I was actually really scared of going into criminal court because I knew that would, you know, I would have to do that. So when I'm in that moment, I try to breathe very slowly. And I think about, I need to take this down for them. They need this record. You never know for in the future, but I'm the only person taking this down for them. And if I don't do it, who will for them? 
So that's how I look at it. Anthony, we got about 60 seconds left, so go for it. I just get the words. I block out the emotion, and I just get down what it said because the record is the most important thing. And if I let myself become emotionally involved, I'm not doing my job as a core reporter because now I'm injecting something in, into a into a black and white document that's someone's going to need it for later on for ju for judicial review for appellate purposes. So I can't get emotional. I have to just these are words, and I'm not this. And that's not to say that. I don't get emotional, but I reserve it for the back office where I'm with my colleagues or I talk to my wife at home, and I let it out. So them. you guys actually do have blood running through your well, veins? Because you don't, or not, I, you don't, I'm you don't really, they, I, I will tell you, from, like, from our point of view, they, they very rarely show their emotions. That's and, part of the job. Um, right. And, don't show and, it, but I feel And it. I always value their opinion, so I usually like bribe them a little bit during a trial, like I'll give them a little fresh mozzarella from Brooklyn or <laughs> a little seeded twist semolina, and, a bit, and, you know, and then I'll be like, how'd we do? What'd you think? And because they're, much, they're objective. I'm not objective. The prosecutor's not objective, but they're objective, and they hear it all, and they're so experienced. I mean, they have more courtroom experience than I do. That's where they live every day. So they, I cannot express the, um, how valuable they are to the whole system. Sam Bellino, we done here or what? Yeah, we're just about done. Now, you, anyone who's listening, you do not go anywhere because the great Kevin McCullough is coming up. He and Imran Ansari are going to have a little boxing match here in the middle of the... Oh, no, no, no. Imran already did his <laughs> boxing before he came in. But Kevin McCullough, you all know, is the, the ultimate professional. He's going to have a blast with you guys. I'm going to go back on, on the F train, go back to my office, and continue working on the case that I was working on right before I came on over here. I want to thank Danae and Anthony and Karen... And Chuck, whose house it is. All y'all, it was so nice. Chuck, thank you so much. Thanks for having us here. Don't go away, anybody. You got Kevin McCullough coming right at you. The Arthur Idala Power Hour is sponsored by Idala Bertuna and Cammons, PC. Portions of the preceding program were sponsored by Plaza College. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.